friends, welcome back to another video slash episode of the James Red Podcast. Today I want to talk about the disarming nature of art. I believe that art is, it has this unique ability to share great and sometimes rather offensive truths in a way that is disarming and non-forceful. Now it, it is not always this, but it can be this. And what it does is it takes this morsel of truth or this story or this idea and then wraps it in this emotional experience and journey that we go on, and this is how we ingest it. Photojournalism is an interesting example of this, where assuming the photographer is not forcefully inserting their own narrative into what they're sharing with you, photojournalism tends to be this thing where it shows you a scene and it says, what do you think about this? What do you feel about this? What should we do? Not, here's how you should think, feel, do. Music is an interesting example of this, where it uses emotional influence to take us on a, a journey, and we experience all sorts of different things that may not be directly related to what the song is about or what, what, what the musician expected the song to do for a person, but we, we, we harmonize, us as humans, we harmonize with music. It's a communal experience, too, and it's incredibly complex language music. It affects us in very nuanced ways. I think that comedy does this too. I think that humor is an incredibly complex language that goes above our, our I think all of art lives in this realm that can go above our cognitive ability and help us work through things that we can't quite explain and turn into like a singularity of understanding, so to speak. But yes, com humor is something that I don't, I don't understand fully and I think most people don't understand fully. It's an incredibly beautiful thing, which is funny because the general feeling of humor is that it's sort of a stupefying of, of, of sorts, but it's not, it's not. It helps us understand very offensive truths, humor. So I, I recently visited Ground Zero. I believe that Ground Zero is a beautiful piece of art. When you walk up to this this thing, these, these, these square, these giant square waterfalls with the names of the people all around them who died on that day, you experience all sorts of different things. And it, and it, once again, it says, how do you feel about this? What do you think? Here it is. And you feel different sorts of things. Like I look at, I look at the waterfalls and I feel sort of this, this void of what was, but I also feel the beauty of 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 things of the memorial and the remembrance and what we can learn and grow and the, how we as humans choose to treat this and come together right you see all the people gathered around you watch their faces it's it's a beautiful thing so i re i recently watched a video about the musical score for interstellar the movie and I've not actually seen this full movie before. I've only seen scenes from it and then watched, learned about the music. But you have Hans Zimmer, who is the composer, and then you have Christopher Nolan, who is the director. And they work together in a unique way for this, for this movie. Because the director goes to Hans and says, this is a story about a, a father and a son. Write a score about a father and a son. Now... If you've seen the movie, you know that the that this is actually about a father and a daughter. But when Hans was writing this, he wrote a story 
uh, he wrote a song about the story of him and his son. So it's like the, the interstellar score is actually sort of a, it's an expression of a father's heart, so to speak. And so this gives this, this music a lot of humanity when they're, you know, when it's attached to a movie that is about, uh, you know, wormholes and, and exploding to other dimensions and science fiction and things that, that can feel a little less human, right? And another thing that they did was they, they went and set up a recording studio inside a church, big old church with a pipe organ. So you hear a pipe organ in, in the music. And one of the things they said about the pipe organ is that it is, it's a wind instrument. So you hit the keys and the pipe organ sounds. <laughs> the, they said that it, it is an incredibly human sort of instrument because it, it literally exhales. And so this is another way they've added humanity to the film. And so this is a film, the story seems to be something along the lines of, you know, the relationship between a father and the daughter and the importance of under, of paying attention to the passage of time, all these deep intellectual ideas that is wrapped in the wrapper of this, this emotional uh, science fiction type but you know, a, a huge experience of a, of a film. Pursuit of Happiness is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think Will Smith was at his highest level of acting in this movie. All of his all of his movies. Most recently, I think he's been making a return. What has he made recently? Anyway, all of his movies for a while were just pure depression every everybody dies someone gets blown up by a grenade he loses his dog i that was one of the saddest moments in film history when and i am legend his dog dies i'm like really he had to take his dog he he could have died and i would have been less sad but he could have never found anybody and kept his dog and and i would have been perfectly fine with the outcome of the film would have been like a Disney movie, really. But uh, but anyway, in this movie, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, it's about him pursuing success, essentially, and providing for his son. And this, I've never seen a movie communicate the, the way life works so well. I This movie makes me incredibly emotional. And the he deals with frustrations and then a little bit of success and then a lot more frustration, a little bit of success. This is how life works, right? Like that. I'm making a wave for audio listeners. Like, whoop, what's, what's James up to over there? Uh, and so even though I've never slept in a subway station bathroom, I can relate to what's going on through my own experiences. So I'm taking this single experience that he's experiencing on the film and I'm experiencing, you know, everyone else is experiencing it in their own way. But he, his acting is so beautiful. The music is so beautiful and overwhelming. And it has all these truths embedded in it that, that are told so beautifully. And it actually, it actually makes me want to go out and go after the thing that I'm after which is to me is the mark of a fantastic piece of art. But you know, one of the stories that the little mini stories within the whole story that it tells is the importance of of 
finding enjoyment when everything sucks. And so there's a part where he, where they are in the subway tunnel, him and his son, and the, and Will Smith decides to start pretending, I forget the name of his actual character in the, in the movie, he starts to pretend that they're in a different land with dinosaurs and this sort of thing, and then the son joins in, and they have a good time. Meanwhile, they're in, they're, they don't have a place to stay that evening. And so all of these, all these little things and the way that life really goes, this, and it's not this epic, crazy tale of, you know, where Interstellar is like literally someone traveling through dimensions. This is a guy trying to provide for his son and trying to provide for himself and find success. And that is something that is that we are very attached to as humans. The ending scene, you can find this on YouTube. Every time I watch the YouTube video of the ending scene where he gets the promotion. Oh, and another thing is he there's a part where he goes in for an interview and the interview is is awkward and he has to improvise and it feels just like a, a real interview. And I, they, 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 they told that story so well, but at the end he, he gets the promotion he runs out and he's like, yeah, he's crying. Every time I watch, every time I watch that scene, uh, I get emotional and my, my tear ducts let me know that they are on the verge of erupting. It's a beautiful film and it's, it's a fantastic example of what I'm talking about, which is that. If someone came up to you and said, to be successful, you must be dedicated to taking the steps necessary to achieve your goal. It's like, okay, that's good to hear. Thank you. That has some meaning. That is a completely different reaction than this, this, this journey of experiencing all of, of what that means in practice and feeling all of those emotions and going through that and understanding the importance of, 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 of pushing, of, uh, the importance of understanding that the big moments are made up of all of these little moments that, that are back to back to back. There's frustration, there's success, there's more frustration. And how do you deal with that? And how do you deal with when when something really unexpected happens in the in the midst of one of already the hardest points? Like everything's already at the boiling point, and then something horrible happens. And so anyway, this movie tells the story of life so beautifully, and it actually helps a person like me deal with life in a in a better way in a more correctly thoughtful way. And so this is what I mean by art has this disarming way of sharing great truths with you that are important to hear. And so the question is, what meaning are you going to share with, with your art? I would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye.